have a very special guest it's jacob it's me i'm just kidding <laughs> our special guest is my cousin allison hello hey welcome <laughs> so uh we decided that we would come back to one of the topics that we did i think it was our first topic which is driving we're revisiting an old one i'm sorry guys i am uh a little sick, so I sound probably funny. She's congested. Yes, I know I am. Someone else said they were sick, but they weren't actually sick, so I thought we would all sound funny, but it's just me. How could you do that, Allison? <laughs> I'm <It> was... sorry. <laughs> I was talking about you. <laughs> Things left unsaid. <laughs> so I've been home all day, but I got up just for you guys so we can record this. You're a real um, trooper. Crimea River. <laughs> I was sick for a week. You only been sick for a day. I'm, I've been sick for I've been sick since like Thursday. <laughs> I'm still sick. I'm it's still. It's not coffee. a sick competition. You can both stay on the other side of the country from me because I don't want to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's it's airborne. It. You're gonna get it through the air. And they cough into the mic for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you get my computer a virus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna um come back to the topic of driving. Driving. Mm-hmm. I invited my cousin because. We both grew up on the East Coast learning how to drive, and she grew up on the West Coast, so I figured it add a different kind of perspective to unsaid rules. Coast to coast, bumper to bumper. So, and even though I am start my driving, I have noticed, has started to change a little bit from being here on the West Coast. It's still not quite the same as learning how to drive here and been driving here for years. Okay, so something that I think holds true is city versus more like rural area. Do you think that you have, what what's your background? Do you drive in city a lot, I assume? Yeah, only city here. <laughs> but is that an East Coast West Coast thing? So maybe maybe do you have experience from East Coast city to West Coast city? I think that's what I would need. I don't have as many much experience driving in the city other than Macon and it didn't drive very far. Yeah, in Macon. but that's not like Atlanta though. No. I've only drove through Atlanta like once or twice. Yeah, I think I would need to have to like drive in Atlanta a lot to like know. So I can I can whip around there. You definitely have to like drive differently in the city. But well, what's your experience? Which one are you talking to? You gotta address people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We gotta we gotta featuring in. No, Allison, what's your what's your experience like? What do you most What do you most drive? What do I most drive? Yeah, like what's your average route to work or something? I only work. Well, my work and home are only. 10, 15 minutes apart, so I don't have to drive very far. Okay. So I, I don't have to drive freeways or even go anywhere near downtown LA. Just a few blocks or back to back roads or something and you're there? Mm-hmm, but even at that, even at side streets, it still gets pretty hectic because... I work, um, uh, what do they call it, like the industrial part. Okay. So there's a lot of trucks, you know, train tracks, in and out businesses. So I do get the congestion there. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's LA. Traffic is just really bad here. That's definitely a challenge for me. I drive a small car and I know that getting over like truck areas where sometimes the roads are like all cracked. It's, oh man, I gotta go all the way around. Well, I've been driving for years, so I can pretty much drive anything. Nice. So what's also a different experience that she can add is she drives uh, more of like an SUV kind of type yeah. car. And I drive, you know, my little tiny Chevy and you have a small car too, so that's also a different kind of thing. 
<laughs> yeah. So. I drive a Chevy as well, but it's a bigger Chevy. It's basically a, a sports utility car. I think that's what it is. I don't know. Some people still consider it maybe a truck. I don't know. A lot of people consider SUVs trucks still because it has the truck. Someone told me it's because an SUV has a truck base like metal frame. Yeah, the chassis. It's a truck base. It's just kind of a body style really. But yeah, same chassis. Okay. So one big thing I noticed that different here than from Georgia is in Georgia, there's like an unsaid rule. Oh, wait. We start our unsaid rules, by the way, by don't you know. We try to at least. (laughs) So don't you know in Georgia that if a cop's behind you, you move over. Oh yeah, for sure. That's literally written law, though. No, not here. No, I'm, I'm not talking about. When, I'm not talking about when the lights run. I'm just talking about when the car, the cops, just driving behind you. Oh. <laughs> you always see people move over, and even on the freeway, it's like it parts like the Red Sea. But here, people will be driving right in front of it. And I'm like, I move over, and everyone's like, Why are you moving over? I'm like, Because there's a cop behind me. And they're like, Well, you look more suspicious if you do that. I'm like, That's what everyone does, at least in Georgia. Yeah, you never know. Maybe they're stealthily going to a call or something. You just kind of want to get out of the way. You don't want them running your tags, you know, just in case. Not that I get anything on my record, but... Oh, yeah, I know. That's another, like, don't you know, Um, is that if you're at a stoplight and a, a cop is up behind you, that you're going to get pulled over as soon as that light turns green. I've seen that happen so many times. It's happened to me a couple of times. One of the times was because my tag light was out. Oh. I didn't even know that. And mm, they're not that serious here about those tag lights. Usually they just let you off with a warning. Gotta have one and if they could see it, you're fine. I didn't know there was multiple tag lights. Yeah, there's just like two flashes down. It's exactly for that situation so they can still see it if one fails. And they go, hey, you got one down. You might not have known. How, how often do you look at that, you know? Yeah, he didn't give me a ticket because I didn't know what a tag light was. And then when he told me what it was, I was like, I have one of those. And he didn't give me a ticket. He's just like, go get it fixed. It's like a $4 bulb. <laughs> so I had my ex-boyfriend fix it for me because I didn't know how to do oh, it. Oh, they're so easy. You just take off a little plastic thing and pull it out. You can just look at it and figure it out. Girl, that's 101 when you start driving. You need to learn the ins and outs of your car. I know how to change an oil and tire. And- Can't change my oil. I could pour oil into my car. I can't change it. No, you gotta change it. It's really easy. Everyone should know how to change your oil. Yeah, but I'd rather pay money for somebody to do it. My uh, my stepdad does it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you still learn. So, I don't know how to change a tire either. I don't know how to change a tire. That's easy too. That's nope. so easy. The only thing I don't know how to do is change my brakes because you have your... Your front brakes are easy. Those are easy to change, Uh, but the rear, because they're drums, they're a little different. I think I need to change my brakes. I haven't changed oh, them I, yet. I definitely need to change mine. Mine are squeaking like crazy. I just tried to uh, change some brakes this weekend. Shout out to K13. And... <laughs> Um, it, it was, it was a mess. I could not get the wheel off the car. I'm, I'm like, I know how to do this. But it was some special lug nuts, I'm convinced. And we're still trying to figure it out. But pretty soon, brakes are pretty easy. Once you can, taking the wheel off the car is kind of easy too, but apparently I couldn't. I'm not used to those big SUVs. They're way bigger. You have Loctites on your tires? I have no idea. It's like the head's a little different. I couldn't get the, the, the socket. The hex was just spinning. I'm like, man. You might have Loctite. Maybe. No, I think it was because they're like aftermarket rims. Well, even at that, you should have had some kind of device to remove it. Yeah, I threw everything I had at it. <laughs> I'll have to look at it later. WD-40. <laughs> it got to the point where it was like, okay, I'm tired of driving to the auto parts store. <laughs> I went there like four times. Sometimes you just have to give in and just go to a tire place and, or somewhere and have them re- um, break them and you got to replace them. Yeah, sometimes. I just drill it out. <laughs> I have a Loctite on my tires. I have a special uh, mechanism to 
unlock them and yeah it's a hassle maybe that is it i'll have to look into that we shall see i don't even know how to change windshield wipers which i need to do oh that's <laughs> i'm gonna go to thing. they just clip on i'm gonna go to o'reilly's and just have them change it for me because <clears throat> i need new ones they do that for you mm, well i was with a mechanic for 12 years so that's why i know all that stuff nice so. okay so our guest do you have a don't you know rule for driving don't if- you know um well, and for some reason in California, they think the signal, you have the right of way, and you don't. You know, people just like to flip on that signal and just cut you off, not giving you a chance to move over. It's like, what the heck? Good luck, everybody else. Did you see my signal? It means I get over. <laughs> At least they do indicate. They don't just go. Sometimes they do that, too. Yeah, they, they just go. It. When we go do our little thing and they've done it to you, they just flip on that signal and just cut you off, not even considering the fact like, hey... I'm right next to you. You're going to hit me. Like, I haven't had time. Give me time to react to your signal. You give them a little burp. They won't do that again. <laughs> They're already over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the thing about honking. It's like, once like, you honk, it's like, well, they already did it. What good does it help? Yeah, it corrects them for next time because they're a consistent cutter offer. You have to teach them, hey, you're not abiding with the laws of society these are social outcasts we need to weed these people out and thin them out if you don't use an indicator you 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 might as well just be a criminal they should be just locked up because you don't care about society these are the views and opinions of this podcast (laughs) i'm I'm one of those people there's times i don't even turn on my signal i just cut them off i'm in the same virtual room with one of these You say you need to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you need to use your turn signal, especially in front of me. Because that's the thing. I think that being a good driver is about being predictable and predicting others. And I think that using your turn signal facilitates that. <laughs> See, there's a thing, though, when you use your signal here in California. When that person sees that signal, they like to speed up. Yeah, if they zoom up, then they should also be put in jail. <laughs> Because you're supposed to let them in. Work together. You all get to where you're going faster if you work together. No! (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So sometimes, you know, to give them that, you know, surprise, like, hey, I'm cutting you off. I don't do a signal. I just cut them off. You definitely do have to be assertive, though. Like when I am driving, especially around cities where you, there's not a lot of time because there's just so much. Like if there's a space, it's like... Okay, I'm going to fill that gap. I'm going, and then you go. And so sometimes, like, I had somebody coming up on me, and I'm like, look, I need to move to the right, and you're speeding up on me. I gave you the signal, and I'm going. I had to take it literally today. So there's a time when you got to, like, I very much communicated I wanted that spot, and he was trying to deny me. That's not me cutting him off. That's me taking the spot I've already called dibs on. Don't zoom up. Then he went around, and everyone stopped. I had to go anyway. Yeah, I just hate the ones that move over at the same time as they're putting on their signal, like, uh... No, you need to put on the signal first before you move over. At the very least, you know they haven't, like, crashed or something. They're not crashing. It's like, okay, they are at least trying to do it. Because if they don't have it and they do it, sometimes they think, like, oh, he's lost control. He had a stroke or something. Like, what's going on up there? Oh, no, he's just not using his signal. They make fun of me for using my signal in the parking lot. You're supposed to. (laughs) No, not here. Yeah, you communicate. You I want that spot. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the only time you signal is if you're waiting for a spot. But she literally uses her signals when she's turning into the other um, aisles. Yeah, well, you should because then the pedestrians know where you're going. Oh, can I start crossing? They're turning. Okay, I can go. Well, See? The, pre- <laughs> the pedestrians here don't care. They walk in front of you. It's like China. You just. But you also have the parking garages that, like, you could go left or right. So I use the, my signal because 
I don't want the other person because there's no stop signs inside the parking garage. So you don't really know who has the right of way in that area. So I use my signal so that they don't hit me. People don't even use the stop signs in the parking lots. I mean, it's just like they feel the the stop signs in the parking lot are a lot different from the ones in the actual street, which they're not, but that's just how Californians drive. I do have some. I used to live in a neighborhood where there was a stop sign. And I've heard something like if they're on like a private road, they don't really matter. Or if they're like not on the main road, this we don't advocate this. But I definitely, um, a friend of mine would just run that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they look. Nobody's coming because nobody was there. Like, you got clear visibility. I'm just going. For instance, we have a Target right here up the street, and they have a random stop right there. And it's just like, nobody stops there. They just go right through it. And there's usually cops sitting right there. Nobody cares. It's like, it's a parking lot. Why do we need to stop? I don't know. It's just, we just uh, think differently. I don't know. <laughs> Even like right here up our street, right here on Yukon. Oh, yeah. Um, That stop sign, people just. Don't even acknowledge it, and here you come, and they might T-bone you. Like, what the heck? We had um, a Don't You Know stop sign at uh, Mercer. You remember? There, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but there was one that they told you um, if it's at nighttime and you see the stop sign, don't stop because it was dangerous. you remember that stop I sign? I remember that one. They called that place the stop and stab. There's a little gas station there. You just got that red light. It was just real secluded. It was a little eerie. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, so you don't stop at that spot at night. It Mercer has like a lot of don't you like knows because it's it's in like on the borderland in between like a not safe area and a safe area. So like it's we're like right along the um freeway. So on the other side of the freeway it's not that very safe. Mm-hmm. So like they used to say don't cross the bridge unless you're in a group and don't cross the bridge at night. This might be outdated, though, because I'm pretty sure that since they've built some lofts over there. Oh, they really? They brought up that old high school. I, now, this might I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I think they built lofts there. I'm like like 95% sure. So this might be outdated. You might this you might be you might be old crow. Oh no! Don't you remember when <laughs> uh, they got rid of they got rid of Joe's? Back in the day, that was really a rule, though. Yeah, they did. It's a new coffee place now. Yeah, well, it's not Jijo. It doesn't count. It's the coffee. Is that the same? They changed the pizza place, too? The pizza place is the same chef, though. He bought the place when the owner left. He bought it from the owner. And it's pretty good. Is Frank Carr still there? Yes. They're still kicking. Okay, if that leaves, if that leaves, it's over. Well, we'll have to go visit it when I come out to visit you guys at some point. Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking October. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Well, what about you, Jacob? What don't you know for you? I feel like me and Allison have been doing a couple. All right, don't you know? That you have to give the car in front of you a little bit of space, especially if if you're on a hill at a stoplight because they might be in a manual and they might not have a hill assist. And if they got to dump that clutch and go, and if they roll back and hit yours, like that's kind of your fault. Give them a little bit of space. Jacob knows all about stalling, by the way. Here we go. (laughs) Especially on hills. (laughs) Here we go. You drive a race car with a race clutch. You load it up with five passengers. Stall at once. You never hear the end of it. That was seven years you ago. You out twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm not that great at manual driving either. I know how, but I'm not that great. I grind the gears. I literally have a burnout video. Okay, I have a don't you know. And this probably isn't as um, big in Georgia. I don't remember it really happening in Georgia. But here it's really big because there's just so many cars. Mm-hmm. But don't you know, if I'm walking to my car in a parking lot, don't ask me if I'm leaving. It makes you just, oh, it's, I don't like it when people do that. Cause then you have like this pressure that you have to hurry up and get to your car. You have to hurry up and get like ready and like leave the parking spot because now this person's waiting on you. 
Oh, I see. I understand. It happened um, during like the Dodger game. They had uh, at the bus stop, they had um, those people coming in as everyone was leaving from work because they're going to the Dodger game. And so they all wanted to park up close. And it's like, go park in the back, man. Don't like follow people and like watch and see if they're leaving. Just walk the few few feet more. Park in the back. That's why I park far when we go like to the store. I don't even bother waiting for people. I just, I'm like, we need the walk. That's another thing that bothers Exercise. That's another don't you know is uh, if the person's only barely getting into their car, they're not like already in their car with their lights on with the little like white light that shows that they're backing up. Don't sit there and wait for them. Like, because it's so crowded a lot of times that when people do that, then it like forms this huge giant line down the aisle because everyone's waiting for you who's waiting for this person who's still putting their stroller into the trunk. That is frustrating. You can't just tie up the whole place or put pressure on somebody, though. And then you have, like, a couple aisles that happens, too. You just gotta find a good spot. I usually tend to park further away and just walk. It's, like, that really bad here because it's just some of the parking lots are just really old. They're small. They're either one direction. You know, some of them, like the Walmart over here, they're two-way. But some of them are just one direction and that that holds up. Waiting for that one spot develops a line. Eh, Yeah, it's just little... Things that you can't really control. It's called patience, Raquel. It's, it's a virtue. No, I don't accept that. You block up traffic. Just park farther away. Just this weekend, I was going for this one spot. This person's coming towards me and like, it's going to be awkward. So I was like, forget it. I just drove past and just parked like five or six spots. I wasn't even like, I just, I'll walk. I got legs. I can walk. We're made to walk. You know, when people ask like if you're leaving... I, I honestly don't get mad about it, and I don't take it personal, and I don't take it as if they're rushing me. I just take it as if, if I'm going to wait here, you're leaving, I'm going to wait here, I'm going to take your spot. I mean, if you're getting antsy and feel like they're pressuring you, I'm going to kind of feel like that's your problem, not theirs. That's a good point, too. If I was in that situation, and I was just, you know, sometimes you're just listening to music, you don't mind finishing out a song, you're just chilling out, yeah, take your time. I'm good, there's no one else around. Sometimes that can be it. If it's, like, really busy on the street or something, and it kind of depends, too. If they are, like, putting a stroller up or something. Yeah, because, you know, some people like to, you know, go shopping, and they don't want to carry all these bags, so they send somebody to their car, you know, to put the stuff away and then go back shopping. Sometimes it's kind of polite to ask, like, oh, are you leaving? And if the person's not, they're not. And if they are, they'll wait for you. And you got lucky. Yeah, someone here... No, don't ask me if I'm going to my car and leaving. <laughs> don't do it. It's awkward. Well, do you guys have any questions for me? I mean, I have been driving since 2004. I don't know if we have any discussions. Sometimes we do discussions. We'll, ask, we'll just ask a general thing and see what we believe, what we do. And if it's a kind of like, if it's an agreement, then we could say that's an unsaid rule. But um, I don't really have any. I only have one more, don't you know? Um, I have a don't you know. Well, go ahead, tell us. Uh, don't you know that when it comes to a stop sign that you have to be careful of your surrounding and making sure a motorcycle cop is not hiding behind a car? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a very loaded, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> and don't do a, a California stop and roll. Man, they're so tempting, though, especially in a manual. Where it's like, oh, come on, you're killing my clutch. Just let me roll it. It happened to me. I was a brand new driver. I just got my license, and I was just getting off work. I hit a stop sign, but the funny thing is I saw the cop. 
I saw him. He was mounting on his bike, and he pulled me over right there in front of a school, in front of all these people outside of their homes, pulled me over, and said I didn't do a full, complete stop. And I kind of, I think I kind of upset at him because I told him, like, really? I mean, I did see you just mounting on your bike, so how did you, how did you come up with that assumption that I didn't do full complete stop when you were just getting on your motorcycle and he had no answer for me and just wrote me a ticket yeah dakota (laughs) sorry i need one more i'm going home you're getting it (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i went ahead and i paid for the ticket i mean wasn't too happy about it but sometimes it's like even if you think you're in the right and you can go in you can go to court and fight the ticket but sometimes that's that's more effort because then you gotta take off time for work to go do it. It might not even be worth it, especially if it's like how much is a how much is a fine for a rolling stop sign? Um, I think if I, I mean it's been so long ago. It's gonna be like less than fifty bucks, right? <laughs> no, not here in California. <laughs> not funny, Jacob. <laughs> not here in California. I don't know how much it is out there, but California, you're looking at almost. I think it was almost two hundred dollars. Yeah, my speeding ticket was like three or four hundred dollars and then nick's was 500 because he was going like super fast on the freeway oh yeah if you're going super fast in the freeway you're asking for trouble so yeah that was my only uh major ticket i got i mean i've gotten a few parking tickets here and there in fact i just got one today what <laughs> all right there's a don't you know tell us tell us what you learned from this <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was it was dumb. It was a city parking enforcer, and I stopped at the stop sign because I, I let a few kids cross the street, and as I was turning right, a car in front of me stopped, so I was stopped on the crosswalk, and um, my daughter's bell rang, and I told her, you know, just go ahead and get out. The bell rang. You're going to be late. So she did, and then as I'm pulling out, the guy pulls up next to me. He goes, I'm just letting you know you're getting a ticket because you didn't do a complete stop, and you stopped on a crosswalk. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So I'm waiting for that citation to come in. That's frustrating. see how much it is. I'm debating if I'm going to fight it because I think it's ridiculous. First of all, all, you have no proof that I didn't make a complete stop, Um, but you might have a picture of me stopped on a crosswalk but i mean what choice did i have that might not be a strong defense though because sometimes they can say like oh like a an officer's word is considered like they're like a human not to say they're a human tool but like the idea is that they're trained to do this and so they're they've like taken an oath to not lie so their word is valid state to state that's sometimes not an argument he wasn't an officer oh shoot i'm sorry i missed that part yeah he was not a police officer he did not show me a badge or anything like that he was just um, a city a city parking enforcer that's it oh i see okay i don't think he could give you a ticket for not stopping yeah and he gave you a ticket if you were parked but i don't think he could give you a ticket for either of those two things well he just told me that i'm getting a ticket i would go and i would still go to court for that because if you get a ticket the person who gives you the ticket has to show up in court if they don't Then you get out of the ticket. That's not a bad strategy. That happened That happened before at her old school when she was in elementary school. This is when I was with her dad and we went to go pick her up. And he parked the car in a place that you're not supposed to, I guess, during school hours. But the parking enforcer just drove right by him. Didn't even bother like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to be stopped here. No, because they want your ticket money. <laughs> uh, we just got a nice little 
beautiful ticket in the mail saying that you were in a no parking zone and blah 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 and we're just like the hell we were just there you couldn't tell us to move couldn't have the decency or, or anything to like hey you know i really don't want to give you a ticket you know if you move your car but, uh, it was a school department they'd have told you yoink i just sent you a video i can't look at the video is it important for this podcast it's relevant because these people on the podcast cannot hear this video see this video i'll look at it later why are you looking at me what's it about it's me doing a burnout Oh, okay, oh my God. Okay. Anyways, my I have okay. I remembered one of my don't you knows that I didn't write down, so I have two. So I my one don't you know, and I've actually seen this meme, which is what made me think about it. Is don't you know if I have to parallel park, don't invite me. Don't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Your car is tiny. Oh my God. I need a teacher how to parallel park. I can parallel park. I, I can't do it very well under pressure, which is like, you know, I've seen so many people be like, you know, you're going to go and like, oh, I got parallel park. There's people behind you. So like, no. you make them wait. No. Yeah, they have to wait for you. You make them wait. Too you... much pressure. And besides, sometimes, look, let's say if you go a little bit and you get stuck, just get out of the way. Let them go around and then straighten yourself out. You're not going to get so stuck that you're like holding up traffic for miles. Just And it's common sense on their part to... No, like, oh, okay, she's parallel parking here. I'm just going to go around. Yeah, because they'll do that. It's just like passing. I've had it happen twice where one of the times I went somewhere and it was parallel parking. I was like, nope. And I went back home and I told them I couldn't come. And then there was a second time where I parked like super, super far away. So I didn't have to parallel park over in that area. You just whipped the e-brake. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so I will like, if I have to parallel park and there's another option, like, I will. I will bail. I won't. I won't go. <laughs> and I drive an SUV, and I can parallel park that big girl. Yeah, because you just go right over the curb if you mess up. <laughs> <laughs> I even tell her like, "Get out! I'll parallel park." She's like, yeah. "No, it's my car." <laughs> um, it's actually happened three times now. Cause I remember there was one time there was a church event, and Norm, I didn't realize it was um a big church event, so I went to go, and the parking lot was full, and the only options were parallel parking. And I, one, I couldn't really find any spots to parallel park, even if I wanted to. But I didn't look very, very hard either because I was like, nope, parallel parking. <laughs> nope. Frankie doesn't even want to go to this event. He's pouting at me. So I might as well just go. Oh, my goodness. Do you do you ever back into parking spaces? Mm, no, not really. No. no. I do. I do. No. Why? Why should I? I'll just pull in. What, what makes you back into places? Why do I? Well, I mean... It's not something I do every day, but when I do choose to do it, it's just um, I'm lazy and I don't feel like having to turn my body all the way around no, just to enough. see what's behind me. And if it's just easy, just get out. That's it. Yeah, sometimes it is easier. Sometimes it's also because maybe the parking lot is a little small. And I just think that I might not have enough space backing out. So I just back it in so I know I can get out easy. Okay. It depends. I was hoping I wasn't. I pull forward. Nice. Pulling forward. <laughs> I was going to say, usually, usually if I'm doing it, it's because the, the way that it's like at the restaurant, I'll be like parked so I can like look at it while I'm eating my burger or whatever. That's usually why I'm doing it. Or if I'm getting out of work and I know I'm going to be walking this direction, I'll back in so I can see it smiling at me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think very many people have, have those reasons why they park in their spot. I think they do. <laughs> I know they do. Well, tweet us. Let us know if other people do that. <laughs> my dad and I would always do that. Anytime we went out for, like, breakfast, park the cars. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my reason is totally different. I just figure it's easy to get in and out. 
That's why these podcasts are fun. Yeah, you finally say things. Different, different, don't you knows. So I have one more, and we're approaching 35 minutes, so we try to keep our podcast about 45-ish minutes, 45 minutes. So I have one. <clears throat> it's not a very big one, so do either of you guys have any other ones you want to say? No, pretty good. I think I've said all I needed to say. Okay. So this comes back, and I know once I say this, Allison's going to probably be like, you're just too impatient. Or, no, actually, no. She won't say this. Look at this big disclaimer coming with this. It must be a good one. It's backpedaling. She hasn't even started. <laughs> Don't you know that if you tailgate me and I'm already going over the speed limit, I will slow down. Oh, I slam on my brakes. <laughs> Don't slam on your brakes. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I slam on my brakes and if they hit me, that just goes to show you were too close and it's your fault. Not necessarily, because if they have a dash cam and they hit you and it shows that you brake checked them, you caused that accident. Eh, normally they don't. I know what a dash cam looks like and they don't have one. If you want to play that game. Chico's <laughs> face says it all. What? <laughs> Slower traffic, keep right. Get out of the way. If you don't want to do 10 over, then get out of the way. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm already going over the speed limit, don't tailgate me. Then get out of the way. They want to go even faster. You want them to go around to the right? That's dangerous. Just don't tailgate me. Tailgating is rude. But uh, I, I, I'll i be honest. I, like, I will slow down. If it, Tailgating is one thing. But if you do see a faster car approaching, like, get out of, like, uh, you, you're only holding them up. Well, no, I will do that. But I'm talking about if it's only one lane. You don't have that option. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the one lanes are through, are through like, <coughs> subdivision and apartments. Yeah. It's it's clear when someone's being a jerk tailgating. Yeah, if I'm already going over the speed limit in a residential area, I'm not going any faster. Don't tailgate me. Yeah. No, I I mean, I probably tailgate just a little bit, but then I get tired and I go around. I mean, it, it's common sense on both ends. I mean, she could either move over and let the car pass or the car can just go around themselves. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's in a hurry to get to somewhere and, you know, it's just, it's crazy. I don't feel like I'm in a hurry. I just want to drive and have fun. Like, if I can go faster, jolt around and hit that turn, that's way more fun to me. And when I get stuck behind a minivan doing 10 under, doing 25 on us, 35, I don't tailgate. I just kind of, I will, like, if they're looking in the rearview mirror, they're going to see me like this, like going like this, just real smooth, like my my face in my palm. <laughs> just like, please go faster, like pleading with them. That's kind of rude, too. Yeah, but the thing is, is what I'm saying is, is if you're already going fast, if you're already going over the speed limit. Oh, yeah. You definitely don't want to go any faster. And, I mean, why should you move over again? I think that person who is speeding Gonzalez over here wants to freaking go fast, go around. No, because it's dangerous to make them go around. It's way safer for you to move over. Slower traffic, keep right. I'm firm, respectfully. And here's where it comes a little bit different from Georgia versus California is that, like, every few blocks there's a light. So there's only so fast you can go anyways. So if you tailgating me, I'm going to end up right behind you anyways if I were to move over and come back. Because you're going to get stopped at this light or the one that's just one more block over. Yeah, we have a lot of traffic lights. So you can't can't speed through the city. Yeah, but still, if you're going, like, real slow. Like, if you're, you're, like, slow to accelerate, like, come on, you got to get everyone through that light. Floor it. So, well, but we're not talking about that. We're saying if you're already going over the speed limit, even if you want to be Speedy Gonzalez, you're going to get stopped at that light right up there that's red. Yes. Yeah, because 
I mean, with anyone's luck, there's probably a cop at the other intersection just waiting for you to run that yellow light. Oh, that's a, that's it's a, that's one thing that's weird here is that like that light will turn red and you still see people going through that light. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there's so many people around. Miami's that like just that. Run red lights. Miami's like that. Georgia wasn't like that, and even in in Georgia, like. You didn't really so much go out into the interstate when you're turning. And here, you get honked at if you don't. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do that. Like, if I, like, know I need to go. And you can kind of look ahead. Like, oh, there's a break. I'm going to make it. Let's just say California has the worst drivers. <laughs> we don't even know how to drive in rain. Oh. Well, you know what? Make it doesn't either. <laughs> yeah. You always hear sirens. Oh, my God. Yeah. When it rains in Macon. We'd be in class, and as soon as it rains, not like even a few minutes later, you can hear a siren going by the school. Oh, yeah. They cannot drive. They think they think that when it's raining, that basically signals don't exist, like light signals. They'll run through red lights like crazy. Locking up the brakes and sliding through. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? Just because it's raining doesn't mean that that light is not is not red. You have to stop. That happened to me once. I forgot where I was going, and it was raining, and... Uh... I was going a little fast, and I didn't have time to stop, and I slid in the intersection, <laughs> slamming on my brakes. Oh, with your, with your tank. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when I learned that you got to downshift if that's going to happen. If it's raining and you feel like you're not going to make the light, you just downshift. You save on your brakes and your engine and all that stuff, and you don't slide. So. I don't think I've ever slid in my car. You probably have anti-lock brakes. Probably. Oh, my car was much older. It was, an, no, even it my was a Echo. 96 Honda. So. Yeah. Even in my Echo, I don't remember, remember sliding. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I ever actually hydroplaned either. I've hydroplaned before for sure, and I've definitely slid too. <laughs> in various cars. Usually spirited driving. The, I mean, it's very easy to hydroplane. And with how much it rained in Georgia, I'm pretty sure it had. But they say that if you hydroplane, you'll know if you hydroplane. Oh, yeah. It feels like you're just on glass. You just, whoa. You just keep your momentum. Don't panic. And let the wheels relax. Don't stomp on the brakes or something. That's the worst thing to do. Even when you have a tire blowout, you turn your wheel um, the opposite direction that your car is going and you downshift. You don't slam on your brakes because you'll flip. Yeah, you'll, you'll offset it. Overcorrecting is, whoa. You just go. Mm-hmm. And SUVs are really bad for that. Overcorrecting is really big in Georgia, though, because in Georgia, you have, like, the yellow line that ends the lane or whatever, ends the road, and then you just have a ditch on the other end, whereas here, you have, like, you have, like, you have nothing, no little space after that line, where here in Georgia, I mean, here in California, you do. So people will go, end up in that little ditch, and then they'll freak out and overcorrect it and go into the lane with mm-hmm. the car coming the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. It's really dangerous. Don't you know? Don't overcorrect. Don't oversteer. Unless you're a trained <laughs> professional. <laughs> trained professionals can ignore all don't you knows. Just kidding. To be fair, though, it's actually, if you can find a private road with permission and it's empty, learning to do, like, skids and stuff or, like, in a parking lot, learning how to steer that is pretty helpful. So to help with the, so what you're talking about, like, correcting back against or when you get the tire blowout. If you go and it's rainy or snowy or something, do some skids around. It's a good way to learn to be a better driver. And it's fun. Yeah. When it snows in in California, we can do that. Yeah, same in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, it did snow here in Los, like North Los Angeles. It snowed not too long ago. It snowed up in um, what is it? Um, Some people said like close to Pasadena. Yeah, some people said Um, Pasadena. Where else? That's still like Los Angeles County, dude. 
So it snowed in Los Angeles. Can you believe that? Pretty crazy. It snowed in Vegas. Wow. Oh, I think it snows there every once in a while. Though, no. So. No, it doesn't? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I bet Vegas looks pretty cool with snowfall on it. It's probably not a thick snow. <laughs> probably just like an inch max. It was snow flurries. But I bet it still looks really, really surreal. I was like, it's not going to stick. Even if it does snow, it's not going to stick. The ground's too hot. Right. Because everyone's all like, oh, snow flurries, it's snowing. And I'm like, well, no, it's it's not because that's not going to stick. Darn. So I'm done. I don't know if any of you guys have anything. I'm okay. all set. Cool. Thanks for visiting us. No problem. Thanks for having me. We've been honored. <laughs> Our very first guest. It's going to be, um, and also, this is a special episode because this one will be on Spotify. Because according to Podbean, once you have five episodes, which is this is our fifth, we can start off Spotify. Nice. Woo-hoo. So, woohoo, you're very special. I know. Special episode, special guest. I'm just special. Just special. <laughs> so, anyways, everyone, thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us, share our podcast. That would be great. Also, you can send us a tweet at don't you know pod or send us an email at don't you know pod at gmail. Uh, we like to hear your don't you knows with driving. I don't know if we'll necessarily do a third part to driving, but we could still mention it at another time on a different podcast, or you can even give us different situations that you think would be cool for us to do Don't You Know's for. Or you could just complain about Jacob. Complain about Jacob. You know what, Jacob <laughs> just realized? There's a chance that people are listening to this while driving. We could be saving lives by giving good, helpful driving advice. And Don't You Know <laughs> tips on the fly. Don't you know? Don't tailgate. <laughs> don't tailgate. Don't run red lights. <laughs> or what to expect when they plan to visit LA. <laughs> or what to expect when you put They might be driving across the coast going to LA and they're like, oh, nope. Turn back around. They don't know how to drive. <laughs> so, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.